Good morning. My name is Heather Palmer. I live over at Mina Lake with my husband, Matthew, and our four kids, Garrett, Liam, Nora, and Hank. I work part-time as a nurse at the cancer clinic in Aberdeen at Avera. And I've been out here at Richland since about a year before Matt and I got married, so about 2009, which is getting to be a while now, 12 years. I just wanted to share um, my thankfulness for God's faithfulness throughout my life. I'm just going to give a little highlight of how that has looked because I think um, the whole story is what I'm thankful for. Starting, I grew up in Gettysburg and my parents took me to church and sent me to um, church camp every summer and I'm a social lover so I loved going to church camp. It was a delight, but <clears throat> looking back, what I love is that it showed me the gospel in appropriate ways at each age, and it was repetitive, so it kind of just penetrated into my heart, and by the time I was around eighth grade, it was really like dawning on me. This is a real thing that I have to choose, and I want to choose. God's calling me to follow him and make him the Lord, and that was the time that my path really was set on him, and I was thankful for that, um, and the people who were just examples to me there. And from there, I went to college, and I remember praying throughout high school like for good friends who would be Christ-centered, and I got to college, and within a couple of days, there was a Bible study poster in my uh, hall and I showed up and now several of my best friends were at that Bible study and they still are my best friends so that was just God's faithfulness working from where I grew up into college obviously he's everywhere he's not just in one place but I saw it there and then I went through college became a nurse met Matt we got married and I started coming out here and uh, just was blessed by God opening up more to me of how he's true his word is true and I can trust it and I can know him more uh, and then I walked into um, parenthood and marriage and realized that the, now I knew the gospel, but there was a lot of change that was going to be coming, and he was calling me to. So walk of sanctification, learning that it's not all about me and my desires, and I have to lay those down. Uh, and just recognizing that that's Christ. He laid down all of his own desires for me and for all of us in coming to this earth living a life on earth and laying his life down on the cross. So then I also have learned a little more through this church, through Bible studies, gotten to know the word and rejoice in the truth of it with many of you. Um, had a chance to deepen my understanding of Christ's sufferings by walking through some sufferings. Uh, losing friends and family and realizing the depth of faith that comes from walking through that that you don't know without going through a little suffering and 
also walking beside people who are suffering at my job and walking through cancer, being able to see how that goes and how God is faithful to bring hope and be in the midst of that with people. And he continues to show me um, just new things. So I'm thankful that he's still working in me through all of you, through this place, and through all the aspects of my life. Um, And as I go through life, I just see the more I look at Jesus and see him, the more beautiful he becomes. And the more I test out the promises that he gives us, the more I see that they are trustworthy and I I can stand on them with confidence. So I'm just going to leave you with this verse. It's kind of long, so bear with me, but it's been uh, just a source of centering me back on the gospel throughout all these seasons, especially recently. Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Joel Stewart, and I've been part of this of the Richland Church for about 25 years. It's also been about 25 years since I've done this. I live on a farm and a ranch south of Chelsea. Um, there are many things that I'm thankful for. Here are a few that I want to mention today. First of all, I'm thankful for my wife, Jackie, and that we celebrated 20 years of marriage this year. She is a great wife who takes really good care of me and our family. I'm also thankful for our two daughters, Julia and Jessie. It's fun to watch them grow up, but it's happening way too fast. My wife and our girls are a wonderful blessing that God has given me. I'm also thankful to be a farmer and a rancher. I enjoy the many different tasks that this profession requires and the challenges that happen along the way. It is not always easy or fun, but I'm glad that God made me a farmer. I'm also thankful that I've had the opportunity to farm with my father for 40-plus years now. I'm thankful that God provides. 
Farming has taught me to trust him for everything. Through this extremely dry, hot spring and summer that we had this year, all I could do was trust him. Um, In the end, he provided, and I'm thankful for the unexpected crops that we harvested this year. I'm thankful that our God is a sovereign God. This means he is in control of everything that is going on in this world. Even though it is easy to worry and get discouraged in these changing and chaotic times, it is easy to remember, it is good to remember this from Isaiah 26, 3 through 4. You will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace, for it is trusting in you. Trust in the Lord forever, because the Lord, in the Lord, the Lord himself is an everlasting rock. I'm also thankful that we have the words of Jesus written down for us in the Bible. How thankful I am to have God's word. Most of all, I am thankful that I grew up in a Christian family and that at a young age, God opened my eyes to my sin problem and my need for a Savior. I'm thankful that Jesus saved me and that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And for God's promise that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Thank you. Morning. Alan has told me to stand close to the mic. Am I all right? We're good. Thankful for the sound guy, just so you know. Uh, I'm Brad Sharp. I've been uh, coming to Richland for 13 and well, 13 plus years now. Married to Angie, who's home with two sick kids. If we have four kids: uh, Jessamy, Isaiah, Ada, and Wallace. Um, the first thing I'm thankful for is that 13 and a half years ago, I would have thought I really had something important to tell you all, and now I don't think I have. I'm very important at all. <laughs> so that's good. So I hope to point to Christ. I'm thankful for my family, my, our farm, my job, uh, every good gift. I farm with uh, my dad and my brother um, east of Aberdeen. Uh, my sister and brother-in-law are in town, too. They run the pet place. Um, I'm thankful for God who justifies a sinner such as I. Uh, 1 Timothy 1 12 to 17, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, and insolent opponent, but I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost, but I receive mercy For this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who are to believe in him for eternal life. To the King of ages, immortal, invisible, and only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. So he say, he was gracious to save me, a sinner, 20, 21 years ago, in uh, my wife's folks' living room. And through all that time, I've grown to become thankful for my weakness, for trials, for failure, 
and they all lead. And failures as a parent, as a husband, as an employee, as a farmer, as a son, as and on and on my failures go. But they all lead me to a dependence on God. And God has graciously used my weakness and my failure to bring me closer to him. Habakkuk 3.17 Though the fig tree should not blossom nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail and the fields yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. And he promises and he will never let me go and he will never let us go and I'm thankful I'm in a church that shows me that tells me that over and over and over and I'm among a people brothers and sisters in Christ that do the same thing and he promises in Ezekiel 16 my favorite chapter I did warn Jason I wanted to expose Ezekiel 16 but it's really long so I didn't so Ezekiel 16 though 62 I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall know that I am the Lord, that you may remember and be confounded and never open your mouth again because of your shame when I atone for you, for all that you have done, declares the Lord God. We have a God that knew this from the beginning. He planned from the beginning to atone for my sins and for yours. I pray that you know him. I'm thankful for God who loves me and my family despite me and my sins and failures. What a wonderful Savior. Thank you. I'm going to keep this short because I know for a fact that I'm not the only one in here who is hungry and ready for some delicious food. My name is Megan Nash, daughter to Kevin and Crystal Nash. I have one younger brother, Austin. And my family and I live on a farm 10 miles southeast of the church. And we've been going to church here for about 12 years. One of my greatest blessings in life is my family, friends, and community. These people truly know how to challenge, encourage, motivate, and inspire me. Whether it's one of my friends cracking the perfect joke for the moment, or a mentor motivating me to live out my potential, these people truly have a positive impact on my life. In all his infinite wisdom, God truly gifted me with an incredible network of people to support me in this journey of life. I am also thankful for where I live. Although the cold South Dakota winters and the intense summers are slightly inconvenient in my opinion, the seasons are reminders that change is uncomfortable yet beautiful. God puts us through change in order to develop our character, strengthen our resolve, and grow our faith. In a broader sense, I am grateful I live in a country in which I am guaranteed certain unalienable rights which enable me to speak, write, display, and proclaim my beliefs. Additionally, I am thankful for the opportunities that God has given me. These opportunities have shaped me into the person I am today. Also, these opportunities have allowed me to use my God-given gifts in ways I would have never thought possible. Whether this may be through meeting new people and being a light to them, or through the mundane, everyday actions, I strive to be intentional in my actions. Above all, I am thankful for God's providence and faithfulness in my life, and his promise to continue his work through me. Although I may not have my future planned out to a T, I can rest assured that he not only knows his plans for me, but that in all his goodness, he created them specifically and perfectly for me. 
As Jeremiah 29:11 reads, For I know I, the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for good and not for evil, plans to give you a hope and a future. Each morning, I am reminded of these blessings through the marvelous colors of the sunrise. The bright, vivacious hues symbolize that each day is a new chance given to us by God's grace. These sunrises are constant reminders that each and every day is a unique gift filled with opportunity. And I believe there is a certain level of comfort, yet urgency, that accompanies this. This dual reality inspires me to face today's challenges with a genuine smile, positive attitude, and an outstretched hand to help others. I would like to conclude with words from the king of country music himself, George Strait. And I think that he said it best when he wrote that his fingerprints are everywhere. I just slowed down to stop and stare, opened my eyes, and man, I saw God today. Trust God, Jeremiah 29, 11. Apparently I like that verse too. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans that are for good and not for disaster, to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. Good morning. My name is Kim Schneider. I and my husband live um, eight miles east of here. My husband, Joel, live eight miles east of here. I am thankful for God to bring me to this place. When Joel and I were looking for a place out of town to live, we found a farm near Groton. And we put $1,000 down on it, and $1,000 in the 80s was a lot. (laughs) But it didn't work out for us, because obviously God wanted us here. He has, he showed us this home and it has been our home for 35 years. Trust God. I was attending the First Baptist Church um, in Aberdeen with Reverend Salem at the time and my sister Jackie was attending here. She told me that I should come to Richland and listen to their young pastor. He was an amazing speaker and preached from the Bible. Thank you, Pastor Ron. (laughs) I came here and shortly after she moved to Rapid trust God. I've been introduced to a few people before she left, and one Sunday afternoon, Sherry Palmer, who lived by me then, (laughs) she moved, I stayed, uh, came and asked us about our children. Our daughter was eight at the time, and Charity was eight at the time, and our son Rory was three. She invited us to Wednesday evening services. Um, I understand the importance of of teaching children when they are young about God. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior when I was 11, and he has been working on me ever since, and that was a long time ago. Proverbs 22.6, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22.6, thank you, Sherry. Trust God. I am thankful for all the Sunday school teachers, clubhouse teachers, and Bible school teachers for all they did to help us raise our children in the way that they should go. I remember one year when Rory was fifth, sixth, or early junior high, he was friends with Stephen and Sheldon Schwab at the time. Stephen was a year younger, and Sheldon was a year older, so every other year he was with one or the other, and they were getting to be not very much fun to teach anymore. But a young, tall, authoritative Dave Palmer stepped up and took the class that nobody wanted. So thank you, Dave. Trust God. 
I know that both of my children accepted Christ as their savior here at Richland. I am thankful for the elders of Richland to pray and work alongside to bring youth pastors such as Rob Morlock, who was who helped Rory to Christ, find Christ. And for the two pastors that have been here since since I have and their families for their kindness and and faithfulness to God and commitment to Richland. Trust God. I am thankful for the men and women of the congregation who have given their time, money, and talents on all of the building projects since I have been here, and there has been a few since I've been here. And I just want to recognize one of them today. A long time ago, my husband Joel was siding our house, and he fell and broke his back. And while, excuse me, and while he was still in the hospital, uh, Randy Pudwell finished our siding. So thank you, Randy. Trust God. I am thankful that God led our family to this place and that we got to raise our children here at Richland and even our grandchildren, Hannah and Jack, got to come to Bible school here. Thank you, God, for bringing me to this place. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 20, 11, 29, 11. Well, my name is Lyle Palmer. I'm that old white-haired guy that you have to dodge around when you go from Sunday school to church every Sunday morning. My wife is Lois. She is that lovely lady that brought you the welcome basket. She came out here from Wisconsin to visit her brother who was pastoring here at that time. I talked her into staying, even though she said she'd never marry a farmer. Proverbs is right when it says, a wife of noble character is her husband's crown. After three years of having the house to ourselves, Lois shocked everyone with twins, Jerry and Carrie. At the last appointment, uh, at the doctor's office, he said, I'm not sure. I may have heard another heartbeat today, but I can't be sure. He said, we could take an x-ray, but x-rays are $10, and you can buy a lot of diapers for $10. (laughs) Oh, for the prices of the 1950s. Wes and Mark were born, and finally I was standing outside the delivery room again. And I hear the doctor say in his deep voice, there's something wrong here. My heart fell. But then he said, this one is a girl. And so Penny was born, and we had our family. Thank God for each one of the children. We live two miles east and two miles north of the church here. It's right across the road from the seminary. 
I see you don't recognize that. Most people call it a cemetery, but, but I believe when people end up there, they'll learn more about God than they could in any school because they're going to meet him face to face. So I call it the seminary. <clears throat> what am I thankful for? I asked that question a couple of years ago when I was combining, combining on Thanksgiving Day. We were supposed to eat Thanksgiving dinner at Wes and Sherry's, but Sherry wasn't feeling good that morning, so we waited the day for the Thanksgiving dinner. Wes said, we just as well combine today and we'll celebrate tomorrow. So. I was combining along, and the thought came to me, what do I have to be thankful for when I'm combining on Thanksgiving Day? Then I looked up at the end of the field, and there was my son, Wes, in the semi. My grandson, Matthew, was coming in the grain cart to catch my dump in the <laughs> combine. And sitting right beside me was my great-grandson, Garrett. All of us right in the same field on Thanksgiving Day. What a blessing. We were working on the first quarter of land that I bought before I was married, over 70 years ago. I've been able to work on that piece of land ever since the year that I bought it, back in 1947. I think we all wonder once in a while if God really answers our prayers. Well, you folks are sitting right now in one of the greatest answers to prayer that I have seen in my life. I can still remember as a very young boy the people praying in the little one-room church. That's That was right where the youth chapel is now. <clears throat> and they, they kept weeping and praying and asking God to keep the church open and make it a lighthouse on the hill where people would always find the Lord. That was over 85 years ago. God not only kept the church open, he has grown it to what it is today. I've been able to see the answer to those prayers, and I pray answers are still coming of people finding the Lord here. Richland Church has been a big part of my life. I say, was, I, say I was going to church here before I was born because my folks were attending here. We will soon be moving to Aberdeen, but we will still come out when we can. Our hearts will always be here. What am I thankful for? God has been so faithful and good to give us this long life here. Our thoughts and prayers will never leave this spot on the hill where God called me and changed my heart and has walked with me all of these years. All I can say is, 
Thank you, Jesus.